Welcome to the Barbell Ballerina Podcast. I'm your host, Lily Pfeiffer, professional dancer, certified personal trainer, and entrepreneur. My mission is to empower dancers to train like athletes, optimize their nutrition and recovery, and prevent injury. Growing up, I had no idea where to look for cross-training advice, I had a poor relationship with my body, and I was unsure whether this industry was even right for me. My journey led me to not only become a trained professional in the field, but also transform my mindset, which allowed me to take control of my future. Join me each Wednesday to discover the most effective cross-training tips, my personal experiences in the performing arts, running a business, finding balance, and more. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy you are here. I wanted to record this episode last week, so I got the idea last week, but I was in the worst mood. I was just, I had the worst PMS symptoms like ever for multiple days. Usually it's like one or two, but it was almost the full week and I could not bring myself to sit down and record it and I knew it would just be overall better if I recorded it, you know, once I got my period, which was today. Super fun, also conveniently the first day of a new training split, so that was all great. I literally had to leave the gym. Um, I had not had like a period emergency like that ever in my life, but it wasn't like, (laughs) it wasn't like anything, like nobody could tell, but it was one of those moments. I'm sure if you feel me, if you have a period, you know what I mean, where it's just like, oh, I gotta go. So that was me today. Um, But yeah, so I didn't want to record it last week. I decided today would just be a lot better. So in today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down three big training mistakes I see dancers make. And first, I want to tell you that I made every single one of these mistakes starting out probably four to five years ago when I first stepped foot in a gym every single one. Like that's why I'm sharing this with you is I wish I had known sooner how to make my training more effective and work for me quicker. And a lot of it is just with experience being a trainer and figuring out what works for me and especially what works for me in my particular sport. But sharing this with you all in order to help you streamline that process quicker. I also notice these things in my clients, so it's definitely very common to make these mistakes, and once I get into what they are, maybe you'll be able to identify and see, oh, that's something I'm doing, let me think about how I can work towards improving that. So we have three main areas I want to break down. Number one, being inconsistent and expecting results. So by this I mean, say you're showing up to the gym once on week one, and then five times on week two, and then twice on week three, etc. And within that time frame, you're doing different exercises every time. So say week one on the one day that you go, you do goblet squats. And then on week two, you're like, okay, well, I'm bored of goblet squats. Let me see what else there is. And then you do split squats. And then your sets and reps are all over the place too. Like you're doing four sets on the first week and two sets on the second week. And it's just chaos, (laughs) right? So 
your body's going to be confused by this, right? And you're not going to make that progress that you're looking to see in the long run. And this is something in the fitness industry we call shocking the system or shocking your muscles. And some people, you know, swear by that. They're like, I have to change it up every single week. And that's just not the way long-term progress works. You have to create a routine and stick to that consistently over time. And that's why in the way that my own training splits work and for my clients, we want to be following a program for at least 12 weeks in order to see results. So that means day one, you know, maybe you're doing your squats, day two, you're doing upper body, etc. But it stays consistent over that 12 week timeline. And within that time frame, you want to be implementing something called progressive overload, which is making sure that you are challenging yourself every single week with the sets, the reps, the tempo, changing up the focus of the exercise, but of course, again, keeping the exercise the same. So that's what I'm kind of getting at is you want your split to stay the same, but within that, you want to be challenging yourself week to week. So I'm not saying like throw yourself in the deep end and do like five days a week if you're used to once a week then absolutely just do once or twice, maybe three times a week, get your body used to lifting, but build your way up. And the most important thing is to just follow a a consistent routine. But I think collectively as a society, we just get so bored so quickly. Like our attention spans are literally getting worse and worse every year, according to the research. So I mean, it's no surprise that people get bored by consistency and like the same, doing the same routine every single week, but truly that's the way you're going to see results. And the best trainers, the best athletes in the world do the same thing over and over four years. And that's the reason I've always squatted, I've always deadlifted, I've benched and I've rode and I've pressed and I've lunged and that's always in my programming. So you need to understand that you can't expect to do all these fancy exercises and always have new programming and still see the results that you want to see. Of course, we love variety. My programming is always super fun and we mix it up every training split, but we're not going to mix it up every single week because that's ultimately just going to confuse your body and not allow you to make the progress that we want to see. Taking a quick break to tell you about my new monthly subscription program, TBB Method. This program is actually heavily influenced by my own training protocols as a professional dancer. TBB Method is for the dancer who desires extraordinary athleticism, unshakable confidence, and fierce discipline. If you feel emboldened to take power into your own hands when it comes to cross-training, push past your limits, and optimize your performance as a high-level dance athlete, TBB Method is for you. As a member, you'll receive a monthly recurring training plan with access to the exercises that will serve as your roadmap to unlocking your inner athlete. TBB Method includes five training days per week. The first training split will include lower body hypertrophy, core training, full body power, upper body hypertrophy, and full body conditioning. 
Monthly progressions allow you to skyrocket your athleticism throughout the duration of the program. There are beginner, intermediate, and advanced levels available. I will drop the link in the show notes if you're interested and want to learn more and sign up there. Number two is doing random workouts. Like I said, I used to do this. I would literally search up random fitness Instagrams and save their workouts. I was actually scrolling through my photos the other day. I don't remember why, but I have hundreds of screenshots of random booty band workouts that I used to follow thinking I was really doing something. Uh, I used to... I'm trying to think of like what my workouts used to look like when I first started when I was like 19 or 20. I want to say I would do like a bicep curl, a shoulder press, like a sumo squat, like a lat pull down, which is all great and fine, but there was no structure to it. It was random. I was doing different orders of exercises and different styles of training all the time. Like I was not following a program. I was just going with random things that I found online. So under this category also includes doing random exercises you see online that aren't exactly geared towards your specific sport. So if you see something cool that say like a swimmer posts or a runner, etc., like sure it may work for your sport, but not necessarily. So that's where having the guidance of a trainer can really help. And since I work with dancers, that's my area of expertise. So when you do sign to work with me, you can be sure you're getting that highest level of training specific to dance. Number three is not pushing yourself hard enough. So when we're talking about training, there's something called rate of perceived exertion, RPE. One being effortless, 10 being extremely challenging. And in my opinion, you should not be rating your workouts anywhere below a six if you're truly pushing yourself hard enough. And the reason I say this is because sometimes we go in and we think that we are pushing ourselves, but then you go back and think about it and you're like, wait, I literally spent five minutes resting between sets. I was scrolling on my phone. I rushed through my reps and... I really didn't even break a sweat like and then you go back and think like okay maybe I didn't work as hard as I could have right and this takes a while to figure out too I'm not saying you're going to instantly know whether you're pushing yourself but the way that I look at this is your last few reps should be extremely challenging but doable with good form that's what I always tell my clients so if you have 12 reps in your programming Reps 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12 should be very difficult, but you should be able to complete them with good form. And you'll also notice if you are pushing yourself that maybe those last few reps are moving slower, right? So you're putting in more effort and you have to move slower in order to actually pull or push or whatever the weight is or whatever the exercise is. It's just going to be moving slower. You also may notice that you can't keep a straight face. (laughs) That's always a really big sign that you are pushing yourself hard enough. You should be making ugly faces. And trust me, nobody cares. If they do, that's on them. But if you see my reels and my posts, 
not always, but sometimes like I take a clip that I am pushing myself pretty hard and you can maybe see that in the clip. And that's another way to tell those last few reps should be very challenging and you should be making ugly faces. (laughs) You can quote me on that. Um, but yeah, pushing yourself, this is of course, excluding if you're sick, coming off an injury, etc. all those other very specific circumstances. I'm talking if you're feeling healthy, good to go, and you're just kind of wondering how hard you should be pushing. Another note here about soreness. Soreness doesn't necessarily indicate the effectiveness of a workout, okay? So just because I wake up sore doesn't mean I had like an incredible workout and I'm going to immediately see results. If I wake up and I'm not sore, that doesn't mean that I didn't push myself hard enough. And to give you an example, I barely get sore ever anymore. And I attribute that to the way I fuel myself after my workouts, especially just making sure I have enough carbs and protein in my diet, especially protein. I have recently really increased my protein intake, so that really helps with alleviating or preventing soreness. And the reason it's not such a good metric is because there are so many factors that go into soreness, right? Your nutrition, your hydration, your sleep, all of that. And you want to be thinking about, honestly, your RPE, how hard you're pushing yourself to really see if your workout is effective and of course we can look at other things like if you're seeing your training translate over to your dancing those more long-term goals that we are looking for uh injury prevention so seeing or noticing if you are getting injured less frequently there are these other big picture effects that we can look at in terms of if your training is actually effective but all that to say You're not going to get those results if you're not pushing yourself hard enough. So to sum up, we have number one, being inconsistent and expecting results. Number two, doing random workouts. And number three, not pushing yourself hard enough. And of course, they all tie into each other, but I definitely used to do all three of these things. And I have learned how to actually challenge myself and be super consistent and disciplined with my training. So I hope that this served you in some way. Maybe you notice for yourself that you are doing any of these things, which again is not a bad thing. It's not the end of the world. It's just something to be cognizant of and work towards improving in the future. So I hope this helped you and I am looking forward to talking to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Barbell Ballerina podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something today, it would mean the world to me if you would text it to a friend, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me and or DM me your thoughts. You can find me and my personal training services on Instagram at the.barbell.ballerina and my website, thebarbellballerina.com. New episodes always release on Wednesdays, so make sure you're following the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to be the first to know. Talk to you next week.